This episode, and others like it, are recorded live on Twitch, at the table, in the tavern. Feel free to join us there. We look forward to it. Thank you, and enjoy. So I know it's been a couple weeks, or it's been a week since we last played uh, this game, and I am now calling Agents of the Black Hand. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um, and so why don't we go ahead and get a little bit of a recap, as we normally do, uh, about uh, about what we did last time. Uh, who wants to go ahead and kick that off? I think Brandon should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. So, you've been elected. Right. Friendship, pretty much, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> um, but after after the whole encounter with Orc Randy, we went and talked to Lady Vel, <laughs> who gave us the signias that we are now part of the Black Hand. So far, that is. All like yeah, brooches. I'm sorry. <coughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a bit of it. Uh, we had a couple other things happen, uh, but yeah, that's the main gist of it. You spoke with a woman named Lady Vell and uh, inquired about her services. She's she, she's going to get your ship up and running again. Uh, get it repaired. Where you guys need to put together a new crew, because your crew has been arrested. At least most of it uh, has. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's how you got paid so well, just because our old crew got arrested. And you got paid for their bounty. 
is Isn't that fortuitous? And yes, you have this uh, chest. Now, um, you guys are actually in the tavern. You guys decided to rest there the rest of the night, correct? Yeah, we, we've already we've already paid for the room and stuff like that, so might as well utilize. Sure. All right. Um. So. May I may I ask you guys to go ahead and roll me an insight? Insight check. All right, give me a second. This is how I'm going to cheat. I'm, I'm, I'm going to not cheat by having you guys roll an insight rather than me just giving up free information. That's fine. Give me a second. I was I multitasking. <laughs> I got 17. Seventeen and eleven. Okay, uh, two 17s and eleven. Okay, you guys kind of put your heads together while you're milling about, uh, waiting, you know, resting and doing all that stuff, enjoying your your stay at the hotel, your lavish luxury, and you're thinking about this chat. That's the topic of discussion. You guys come to the conclusion that there's three ways of getting the chest open here in the city that you could think of off the top of your head. One is to go and talk to an actual locksmith. There should be one in the city somewhere that you could, you could track down. And they they yep. probably care it for a reasonable fee. And they probably want a little bit of information about, about the chest or the, the safe, and a little bit of information about you, and probably about how you came across the thing. Now, you might have to find someone that'll open it in the safe, open the safe without asking any questions, but they will ask for a percentage of what's in the safe. And that'd be your connection to the Black Hand. That would be your connection to the Black Hand. You know that you'd probably be able to be able to talk to somebody, and they'd probably get the safe open for you, but they probably want to cut at the same time. And then you're thinking about Lady Val. You're like, I'm surely he can get it open for us, but she's probably going to want something as well in return, and it probably won't be money. Yeah. Everything comes with so, a price. Those are your three options. Okay, guys? So, Locksmith... I think honestly, if Lady Bell's got the connections in the city, if we find something in the lock, in the safe, she'll find out anyways. But locksmith will be our better option, so we just pay gold and slack a little bit of information to get it completely open. Bell, what are um, we? Bell, we uh, go ahead. What other option did we have? Um, uh, somebody from the black black hand do it like oh. a fencer possibly the other one was val herself and then the third one was a actual locksmith so third party kind of third party and then a direct source but she'll probably want something in return which will probably put us on a quest towards stuff you know i yeah. don't mind trading in uh information or a journey that she needs us to do to have her open something Probably, honestly, that would probably be our cheapest route. 
I'm cool with it. I'm yeah. I'm okay with it because it would also give uh, Aiden's character the chance to. Um, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting your your character's name there, Aiden. Lork. Lork. Uh, I'm 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 okay with going to talk to Lady Vell because it would also give Lorks uh, the chance to get the bounty. And because remember in the in last week she was talking about there was a bounty for Lorik and just to give him you know some stuff and give yeah. him a chance to uh, to figure yeah, out what exactly yeah so I'm I'm okay with talking to Lady Vell if everybody else is I'm game with that because it'll also get our get our um, as in more in touch with the Black Hand even though we did help out a lot with that. It'll get us with better reputation, if that makes any sense. Right, and and as in coming we'll to them for her, things. Right, and we'll get 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 on her good graces by bingo bingo bingo, and she in return we do something for her, she does something for us, and we yep. come back and show, hey, this is what we have completed. This is what we're gonna do. Yep. Well, we've already so been committed to the black hand, so might as well utilize yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. It's a better bang for a buck. Exactly. And we don't have to spend any money on hiring somebody to crack it open for us. Yeah, especially if it's got like information or something really, really of value. Yeah. And they decide they want to go ahead and take that. So I'm okay with talking to Lady Vell if everybody else is. I 100% am. Yes. Cool. Then that's that's going to be our option on that one. I I have to yeah with the information that's been given to us. That's what that moving forward for the next morning. I think that's what we should do first. Right, right. But that would be that would be very very wise. That that the wise decision that we talk to, Lady Bell. And who knows? We might come across another another mission or another bounty for for me and you. You know. Yep. To do so. Oh yeah. Also, she might have some information on gathering a crew, you know, since we last spoken. Yeah, like people in the Black Hand. She might have information that people in the Black Hand want to be... So so we're not spending as much as our our gold on the situation. Exactly. So yeah, we're going to go with that, uh, talking to Lady Vell. We're going to go with option C. Pat Sajak. Crickets. Bueller. Bueller. That's a bold choice, Cotton. Let's see if it works. <laughs> I can do the quick noise, too. Okay. So, all right. So, you guys are making your way to go see Lady Bell, then. <clears throat> yeah, after a wonderful long night's rest. Yes. So, you awake uh, in the, uh, the, the inn. You have a very large bed for your very large room. Very luxurious. Um, mm-hmm. And you awake to the sound of uh, of someone rapping on the door, bringing you breakfast on a cart. You guys eat and so forth and begin to make your way down and start your day. And uh, from there, you decide to make your way to the keep. Is that correct? Well, we, we got to stop at the pirate ship first because mm-hmm. we've got to gather that, get that chest. 
So we can yeah. check on the crew, tell them what's up. We need to bring them rum. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we can probably right. pick the rum up at the at the, we can probably pick a keg or two up at the inn. Okay. So. All right. Well, you guys are in the in the inn now. You yeah. guys are downstairs, yeah. and uh, there is a new face there to greet you. Not the same innkeeper. Uh, a young a young man uh, this time. He says his name is Ben. Um, he's heard of your guys's uh, stay. He says, uh, "How can I help you, gentlemen? Uh, you guys need uh, need need to stay another night." Uh, no. Um, thank you for the offer, though. I am here to acquire at least two large kegs of your best. That sound odd. Rum. Rum. Uh, certainly, yeah. I. I I can get you rum. Um, of course, I do know a way for you to get a, uh, you know, um, he kind of winks cheap. Explain. Well, I got a friend down at the docks and, uh, he has a connection. Um, and well, uh, let's just say it's, uh, practically, he's practically giving it away. What's the catch? Well, he may not have come across it by the most uh, noble of means. You, you know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm still going to buy a keg of rum from him, but I will get the information from that gentleman, from Ben. So you want to buy a case of rum from the inn? Yes. Because and then he's, Go ahead, I'm sorry. And then inquire about more rum through the nefarious means. Yes, because I don't want to not get rum for my crew and then come to find out that they stole it from the Black Hand because that's, like, bad. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking ahead. Um, okay, so he tells you that uh, um, he's going to put it on the tab. Of course, the tab, uh, he says, has been, uh, he says, expunged or uh, paid for Credited. Uh, it seems uh, uh, we owe you a, a refund of some sort. Um, so here's the uh, the the gold you spent last night. He puts a purse of gold on the counter, and uh, and I and I wish you a good day. You of course are welcome anytime. Is that from Brandy? Uh, it's from yeah, from Ben, uh, the the um, the innkeeper, the the innkeeper that's there this morning. He has been instructed oh, I... to refund you the money you paid last night for the stay at the inn. Oh, um, okay, gotcha. okay. I was just making sure. I was just making sure Randy got paid. <laughs> I'm going to um, ask and inquire why that was given back to us. Is it because of our our uh, deal and our insignias. Uh, I don't really have all the information. All I've been told is he 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 flips the pages in a couple of books uh, and pulls out a journal, uh, a log book, and then flips a few pages. And he comes to an entry. He says, "Right here, it says uh, to refund the uh, full amount of uh, payment from room." 
X. Okay. Sounds perfect. Thank you. Sounds good to me. Already. I'm not going to argue about that. That's a good. That's a good. You know. So I take the actually who paid for that room last night? Was that me or was that you, um, Dirk? Uh, I think that was that might have been me. Yeah, snag it. It's all yours. I toss. I toss. I grab the bag off the counter. Toss it towards you. Okay. So oh, there's never mind. Drop it. Drop it to you. I drop it to you. Not. There's 25 gold in here. Um, it's the cost of the room with the added luxury of the uh, dining carts that you have last night for dinner and then again this morning for breakfast. I'll look at Captain DeVento and go, I like this service. Oh, this is going to be very beneficial as long as we're good to our carriers. Indeed. Alright, so, so uh, is there any way I might be able to get that rum delivered to the uh, Greasy Roger that's over on the docks? Um, certainly. I will, uh, I'll, I will, I will make sure it goes to, I believe that you're in the, uh, how I put it, um, bad part of town. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, yeah, I'll have it sent there. Um, certainly. You're at the shipyard where they build ships. Um, Correct. Yes. Yeah, so I will have it sent there to the Greasy Roger, you said. He drops it down. Greasy Roger. Yes. He says, some name for a ship. Um, well, uh, it's got indeed. a story. Uh, and, <laughs> My, and how my, much is that going to be altogether? Actually, um, it, 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 it's uh, made been made very clear that I'm not to accept any money from you, but to uh, to uh, give you whatever resources. Not even a tip for the carrier. Oh, of course, tips are tips are acceptable. Always acceptable. He uh, says. I I give him five gold. <laughs> he, he I'll, also, I'll also add five gold to that. You you give him five gold as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's like, wow. And what what was your names again? I it is Von Devento, Captain Von Devento, of the Greasy Roger. And first Captain mate, Bob, the Greasy Roger. First mate, Gert. Gert, Gert and Von of Greasy Roger. Captain Bond. Very yeah, good. Thank so you. And it's a pleasure doing business with you, and we're looking forward to doing business in the future. In, in, indeed. Indeed. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much, he says, gleefully, as you leave the uh, establishment. Thank you. Make you your way out into, into the road. You can see the bustle of the city before you. Um, there is, of course, carts that make their way down, pulled by horses. Uh, they're drawing a carriage as uh, you see people on the street that uh, that make their way to and fro, some going to the keep, others to the tower, and others to the church, and what looks like uh, different various shopettes uh, along the boardwalk. Um, of course, you do see the keep off uh, across the way, 
Uh, is that where you're headed? Or um, no, you're we were, we're going to the ship. So yeah, we're going to the ship to make sure the, the remaining crew that we have is good and comfortable. And also to get that uh, treasure box so we can get it open, <clears throat> that locked box. So once again, you make your way across uh, the bridge, passing by this water mill. And again, you hear the same metallic thump, thump coming from within, very rhythmic. And you wait for the bridge to align for you to go across. And uh, you finally make your way to the other side. And you find your ship there, uh, the Greasy Roger, uh, pulled up into the shipyard. It is actually dry dock. Uh, and the crew... Uh, you see a couple of them that seem familiar. They're a little bit uh, uh, um, antsy, it seems, as they're standing about, kind of criticizing what they're doing about fixing the ship. Where are we supposed to stay? I mean, I mean, I got no idea. If we don't stay on the ship, we can't be on the ship, and yet, you know, the ship's there, and what, what Nani sees you coming. Oh, Captain, Captain, perfect, perfect. Uh, Captain, we got we got a question for you, Captain Vaughn. Yes, sir. Captain Vaughn, what do you guys have? Oh, Captain, uh, they they come, they they fixing the ship. That's good, that's good. But where where are we supposed to stay? I haven't got all money. Um, how we, many how many how many guys are there? There's nine. You said there's nine. Nine. How long does it take? How long are we going to be down? The ship's going to be down for repair and stuff like that. Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, sorry, uh, I'm trying to find the word, um, the shipyard master chief guy. Yeah. The ship master. Yeah. <laughs> the dock master. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he said it'll be at least, uh, two days to get the full repair stuff. Okay. I'm going to go to the. Well, after we get the box on there, I'm going to bring my men to the inn, and I'm going to pay for two days for them to, all nine of them, to stay. Wait, uh, so I'm which inn are you The high part of town or the normal? <laughs> no, normal. Okay. Normal. Wanna... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look at, uh, not to cut you off, Patrick, but I'm going to look at Captain Delvento here, and I'm going to say he is going to accept half and I'll pay the other half to put if you feed them I, I if you if you feed them I will I will make sure that they are staying okay then I'll do that I'll take care make sure their their food is provided to them for for their time and stay yeah in. perfect <clears throat> okay that's cool uh so you guys got a got a plan. You guys are gonna pay half of it. So nine sales. So you guys are kind of getting your idea together as far as uh, how much it's gonna cost. And one of the sailors comes up. He says, "Oh, Captain." And you look up and you recognize the face. He says, "Hey, Captain, it's me, Roger." As in Greasy Roger. <laughs> The yeah. same. I wondered if I might join your crew. Roger, you're always welcome on the crew, sir. 
I heard you had a uh, uh, a bit of a loss with uh, some of your crew getting arrested. That's a uh, that's unfortunate. But uh, I have finished my, my obligations uh, with uh, uh, my guard detail, seeing my uh, ship to its uh, destination, and I decided to take my leave here and see if I could join up with your crew. I've spent the money that I have uh, to uh, gain myself a little bit of equipment to help me pay my own way. Uh, but I, I am yours, if you'll have me. Now, I know a bit about uh, about soldiering, uh, not so much about sailing. Well, the soldiering will be perfectly fine. You could definitely end up being the... the Honestly, the quartermaster. Yeah, quartermaster, crew chief, something like that. Yep. Yeah. As in, in you can, the, you in can, charge of the people. Yep. In <clears> charge <throat> of the people and what they do when it comes down to soldiering and fighting. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. That's quite the promotion, Captain. Um, well, you 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 did a lot for us with just trusting us on the first time meeting us. <laughs> yeah. Hence the ship name, Greasy Roger. Yes. I uh I can job, I can my way with my own room, uh, mind you. But if I may ask, how much is the uh, position of quartermaster? Um, if I if I may be so bold, monthly. Um, I'm going to talk with Gert in private, Dwarvish. Mm-hmm. I've never done this before. What do we pay them? <laughs> <laughs> um well considering the fact that you know we boarded their ship at first and then we took over a ship um you know if you want to we can do a uh, roger yeah roger wasn't go ahead what now, now, Roger, he wasn't a part of the pirate ship. He was a part of no. the ship that was the merchant uh, ship. Guard detail that was assigned to your ship. Yeah, your ship. So Not I, uh, I approach Roger and say, "How much are you getting paid right now?" Well, technically, nothing. I, I don't How much have it. Did he get paid? Uh, well, I was I got paid uh, fifty gold for that uh, venture. I'll look back at Captain Devento in Dorvish, um, and in Dorvish language, and offer him at least ten more gold. Give him a a, a good decent pay raise. That sounds great to me. Sixty gold a month, you say? Yeah. Oh, certainly. I, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm your man, Captain. Perfect. And we'll provide you with the proper weapons, armor, <laughs> and also uh, crew. But also, there's going to be if you're on this ship, you're not just going to be quartermastering. You're also going to be if something needs worked on, something needs cleaned. If we need an extra hand, like if a storm's going or something like that, we're all. We're all in this together. I'll, I'll learn as much as, as much as I can. Uh, certainly, I'll pull my own. Perfect. Work. Good. 
well, welcome to the crew. And I hold out my four, pretty much like a forearm Viking style grasp. Yes. All right. So uh, you guys set them up with, with rooms. They say for the lot, uh, for, the, for the evening, for all the rooms that will require, it'll be about 100 gold. Okay, I'll take care of the rooms for the 100 gold. How much is the meals going to be required? Uh, that includes the meals. Meals? Okay, so 50 gold apiece. Okay. Okay, Caitlin, I can no, do no. that. That'll work out no, perfect on that one. Let's make our guys good and comfortable. Get back, Ben. Yep. Sorry. I've got a two-year-old that's very interested in what I'm doing. All right. <laughs> You're taking care of your crew. You got that right. <laughs> oh, yeah. A happy crew is a crew that can be trusted. Uh, yeah, no matter where you go, morale's <laughs> good, you know, that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> exactly. The innkeeper does worry that, uh, the amount of, uh, food that, that, the, re- that the, uh, the crew may require may not be sufficient in the amount of, um, alcohol they imbibe. Is it possible well, you would, uh, give them a, uh, open tab and you'd be willing to pay that? Yes. I will take care of that. That will be part of the food, <laughs> the included. I will take care of that. I, I, I speak in dwarvish. If it gets out of hand, I will. We'll back each other. It's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the crew members, they're like, okay, uh, if it's all the same to you, Captain, we'll use the open tab as a way to uh, pitch getting your new crew. That. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. That will, if you can get the word around, that would be perfect on that one. Uh, is that old, is the old gentleman that said, you know, as long as we're getting paid, is he a, still a part of ours, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the old guy. Uh, well, I, go, I go up to him directly and I say, you've shown great knowledge and probably seen a few things in your time. Can you make sure these guys... Stay out of trouble and pick the right crew and not just some oaf that's looking to get an easy money. We need to have a strong crew for what we're about to do. If I may be so bold, Captain. There's yes, not many uh there's not many captains I've had in my time that have been so um so deserving of of loyalty, uh buying us all Warm beds to sleep in, getting us meals and, of course, open tab. Um, not letting us just find our own way with a few measly silvers that we might have between us. Uh, that's that's a courtesy I haven't known for some time. And, well, uh, if you're... Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. And uh, I, for one, I'll follow you. And uh, I'll make sure that you get a crew that that, that is worthy of your admiration. Well, I appreciate that. And as long as you guys are good to us, we'll be good to you. And the payout will be wonderful, and the crew will be great. The, the stories that will be told about the, the Greasy Roger for centuries. Aye. It's a new page, a single, and it's going to be amazing. A single man taking down a galleon in but a rowboat, and no one's ever heard of such. <laughs> exactly. And now he's a part of our crew. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we shall, uh, we, we shall do our part, Captain, uh, and, uh, wish you well on your venture, wherever that may lead you. I'll also, I'll also stop that, stop the older gentleman. I'll, I'll have a conversation with him saying, you know, um, if you could just try to keep the, the men that we do have out of trouble as well. Um, I'll, try to I'll do my best. <clears throat> I, I shall do my best. Um, what is it exactly I, uh, I, I should call you? Uh, you can call me Gert. Gert. Gert it is. Well done, Gert. Well met. And uh, I, I shall see to it. I appreciate it. All right, time to head to the keep and find out what the Huckleberry Finn's in this. All right, <laughs> right. <laughs> hold on. So hold you on. guys, how uh, are we gonna get this safe from the ship to the keep? We don't know exactly how heavy this how, thing is. How heavy is it? Yeah, I, I we never really, you know. You said it was a cast iron last time we when we first mentioned it, right? I made match my my cave. That's a heavy ass fucking chest. <laughs> fucking yeah. cast iron mother. Okay, yeah. You'll have fun carrying that shit. I'm good. So what do you think the weight is to it? Can we do a strength check on it? I'll roll for the strength check. Oh, of course, the dwarf will. I'll do it just because. Yeah, same <laughs> here. Might as well. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this roll off. Nine. <laughs> 23. I got a 16. This kind of reminds me of like Lord of the Rings, where we're trying to choose the best type thing. I got it. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> this is awesome, guys. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't even budge for me. <laughs> Rolls up his sleeves, tries to act like he's all hard, walks over to it. Oh, gentlemen, it's heavier than we thought. <laughs> oh, man. Me, uh... oh, he must be working his way back. There we go. I had a uh, friend of mine named Levi mm-hmm. um, help make some music. He actually works right there with us. Um, or at least he oh, did. Shit. I don't know if he still does or not. I'll have to find out. But uh, if you're on uh, Roll20, I see Brandon, you are, you'll be able to hear this. Tell me. Yeah, uh, uh, can you can you send me the link for Roll20? I, I yeah. seem to have... I don't know no where problem. the Huckleberry Finn is at. There's no further code in it. No problem, buddy. And do it on Discord if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. I just, I'm doing the Roll20 and stuff on my, and also D&D Beyond on my computer, doing Discord on my thing. 
But I can still access Discord. Oh, see, I see your... There you go. It is sent. Oh, thank you, sir. You're I appreciate it. You're very welcome, sir. Great to meet you. Great to meet you. Well, Matt. So I'll wait for you to get in there before I start this. Um, Logging in. Accept game invite. Hmm. Aiden. Launch game. I don't know if you'd be able to get that or not. Uh, usually on your phone, it may be a little tricky. But at least you still be privy to the ambient sound that I'm going to provide. If you would like, I can send you that real quick. Yeah, that would work. Okay, let me do that. So this song is actually... Uh, created by an artist named uh, uh, Phillips. Wesley Phillips, or Philip Wesley, I can never remember exactly. But he's a remarkable artist. He wrote a song called The Approaching Night. Okay. And it inspired me um, when I was creating the campaign Nightfall. Uh, so first I'd like to play for you the Approaching Night by Wesley Phillips. Okay. If uh, I have it. That is nice. I like that. <clears throat> <laughs> that is actually really, really nice. My daughter came over and she's listening to it. My five-year-old. That is really nice. I like to soothe that to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh. Yeah, it's nice. I like how it changes here. Is this like legitimately playing on the piano? Yeah. Um, wow. The actual artist. So, I had my friend Levi. He has his own band. He put together a, a bit of a sample. This is what he. This is what he put together using that music. Wow. Yep. It's like I'm playing Final Fantasy. Right. I can't hear anything on it. I'm sorry. 
But uh, if you go Make to our server on Table Tavern and Twitch, you'll be able to hear us through there. Anyone viewing us on Twitch, we can be able to hear us. And uh, of course, if you join that link, you also can put it in the Put a bow in your hair. I got you. There you go, sweetheart. Yep. Here comes my favorite part. Coming up here. Yeah, I just need to call it. There we go. Steamroller when they do some of their music. Yeah. I think I might be saying that wrong, but the uh All right, Kellen. Let's go night night. The Dean, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know exactly uh, which one you're talking about. Yeah. So if he's sleeping, he's yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. That so is gonna be playing in the background. Really I'm just gonna leave it there. Okay. This is kind of the theme for my game. I mean, this is kind of my vision for it to kind of sort of be realized with the help of Levi and other artists. Um, that's anyway. That's incredible. Okay. Like, that's that's. We're actually set. I don't know if you know this or not, Patrick, but you're in the makings of your own video game. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You got the map, you got the the, the players and their story storyline, and you got the now the theme music. I can add things to it. That that's incredible, dude. Like this just, this just sets everything that I've tried to do with a, uh, with D&D and it just raises the bar that much further. Well, I think it's like a custom music, not like the stuff you hear every day. Like you'll hear Skyrim music or something from like Final Fantasy. It's like, this is a unique music yeah, that you like, haven't heard before. Now that you said that, Dean, it's almost like it's Skyrim and Final Fantasy theme music put yeah. together. Yep. And with the soundboard I have on World 20, I can add other elements to it as well. Uh, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. He also did something else for me at Battle. Uh, you guys want to hear that real quick? 
There's a dog sniff its own butt. Of course I want to hear it. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Now I'm just waiting on Ivan to come in and start singing <laughs> from Five Finger Death Punch. That is really nice. I'm actually watching Harry Potter, the first one, while listening to this. It's got a new perspective on Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter just got rad. <laughs> Imagine the wizard battles with that music. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I put together a little bit of stuff here and there, you know. So, anyway, you guys begin making your way back to the keep. Awesome, Ryan. You find your way into the courtyard where the captain is, of course, once again drilling his soldiers. He sees you three enter again, and he stops. And he calls for attention. And all the soldiers stop their drilling. And they stand up straight, call to attention, and salute as you guys enter. I salute back and as a sign of major respect, and they add to you. I do Indeed. the same. And because coming from the military background, it's, that's what I'm used to. I would know, you know, what to do and after to do. He says, uh, Captain on the deck, sorry. Uh, that's the call, and then you make your way in, call everyone at ease, and everyone goes back to the drilling, and you uh, make your way into the, into the keep, past a couple of guards, and stand aside to allow you to enter, not questioning you whatsoever. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> and you make your way in once again into the foyer, or each way, with a number of flags that span all across the globe. All across the lands of Fabian, from Candor, Deimos, um, even Tasmon, and so forth. Uh, Ilya, I could go on to name one. Um, you, of course, know the way this time. No music to follow this time, but you know the way. And you make your way to the right, and you make your way up into this uh, entryway, this. Uh, what, what was it called before that I referred to as a uh, great hall? It is a great hall, correct. Um, a foyer? A, um, 
Well, like a dance hall, that's not the word. Great hall, that's a, that's a great uh, note. I did not make any notes from this to myself this evening. And I, I, uh, I'm failing in that regard, but it's called a... Um, Jeez. I need to write the, the line, my thesaurus up here. But, yeah, it's a... Uh, what do they call it when you come into uh, you see the throne room? Uh, and courtroom? Court, court the court, courtyard? Or? The courtroom. The courtroom. You come into the courtroom and you see, of course, up on uh, uh, another level as it was before coming up the stairs. You see that same table. It sits like a uh, a uh, a horseshoe at the head of the table is the uh, um, the the head chair where Lady Bell would sit, but nobody's there right now. There are a few guards that are posted at each of the doors, and there seems to be a couple of what appear to be young nobles that stand in attendance uh, near the steps, but no one else is there. What would you like to do? I want to go up to one of the nobles that are standing there, and I would like to um, ask and inquire where where would I be able to locate Lady Bell? <clears throat> Lady Bell, uh, that's what we're all here to see as well. Um, she. Uh, she seems, seems to be predisposed with a guest at the moment. We wait for her attendance as well. Uh, he looks over and sees your brooch, he says. But uh, don't let us uh, stop you. Um, I think you want to talk to them. And he points his hand. You follow his hand and you see a couple of doors. Uh in the back of the audience chamber courtroom where there are a couple of guards posted next to him. Um, he says, I I think that's uh, that's where most of his, her officers head, to the war room. Perfect. Thank you very much. And we start walking our way towards that. that towards the guards. The guards, they they do stop, and they look at you and they say, uh, um, they see your brooch, they're like, oh, uh, they, without a word, they stand aside, and they let you return. into a sorry a court or a hallway okay and it uh, goes down a, a long long hallway there is uh, a number of rooms or doorways to your left and there's also one to your right now there are torches on the wall on the left side and there seems to be two doors there okay and then on the right side there is a 
pitch black um, stairwell that leads down into the darkness. Mm. Curiosity or straight to the point? I'm curious as to what's downstairs. I bet you the dungeon where they have torture, where they're doing torturing. That's probably what that, uh, Lady Val's predisposed of. Let's go! Yeah. Yeah, we're going to uh, slowly walk down the stairs. Okay. Get mommy a pen. You begin oh, making your mommy way said down. Mommy said she needs to mark her a pen. Go. Okay. okay, I'll get you your medicine. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of curious. That, that's, yeah. You begin making your way down the stairs, and as I said, it's it's dark. Uh, do any of you have dark vision? We do have an elephant presence. I do believe I have dark vision. The dwarf should. I'm a human. I'm basic, but I do have a fiery sword. Fiery sword helps. And what about you, Aiden? Yeah, I have dark vision of 60 feet. So you both can see in the dark. Um, Dean? No, that, that, that was me. Yes. That was me. That Brandon, was Brandon and Aiden, you both can see in the dark. Dean, you can Oh, okay. Uh, you gotcha. do, of Sorry. course, have your sword that you can use. But I'd, I'd, uh, I suggest... No, nah, I'm not going to. Nope. Because if I pull a sword that's on fire, that can be an act of or a sign of they thinking that they're being attacked or something like that, and they're already kind of a crime organization. We don't want to, you know. Well, how about I make a suggestion to to Dean if since he doesn't want or Devento, sorry, Captain Devento, um, why don't we take one of the torches off the wall and? If it can be removed, and you use that, that's a wonderful idea. But what if something wants to stay in the dark? Then it will become to light. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm going to attempt to see if I can remove one of the um, the. Um, whatever those things are called, torch on the wall. Sorry, am I able to? Yeah, hold on. Uh. I like that ambient sound. That's actually quite quite soothing. And so a creepy ass monster comes out in the dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's actually really, really cool, man. Down these stairs into the darkness. Into the dark. Into the dark. And as you uh descend, you find yourselves aiding and Brandon in a large room. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
and the room seems to be some sort of storage area. There is a large table made of stone. Um, it's it's not exactly like set, but you can tell someone has been sitting around eating uh, and mingling here. But there's no one currently in the room. And then down at the end of the the um, room, you see uh, another another doorway. Why don't you two go ahead and make me a perc uh, perception or an investigation to take a look around, or would you like to go down the hallway? What do you guys want? I'm going to roll an investigation. Um, I want to know why there's a separate table down here and because it's kind of interesting as to why they would have a separate table in this great big room that's meant for storage and why it's in the dark it's an altar for cthulhu so, so make me an investigation i rolled a 24. So as you're looking about the table, you see that there is a goblet there. It still has a bit of uh, fluid inside the goblet. You go and take a closer look and give a sniff. It has a peculiar odor, very metallic. You Son of a bitch, we're dealing with vampires. Put your finger in, it's blood. You continue to look around the, the room, and you see what looks like a sarcophagus. It's yep. set off into one of the corners of the dark room. Now, it doesn't look like it was meant to be here. It looks like it was moved from somewhere else and has been here for quite some time. So um, I, I asked Gert, hey, what do you see? But that's not... Uh, but wait, okay. there's more. You also notice that besides the doorway that leads into what might be another room or hallway, there is a small entryway. Now I say small, it's about five and a half foot. It's not like an eight foot high doorway. Okay. It's about five and a half foot, and it's more like a hole. You see, it's been carved out. It wasn't part of the infrastructure. This is a hole that's been made in the wall, and it descends down into the darkness. Mm. Nice. I'm going to. What do you see? <clears throat> I'm going to respond to Captain DeVento, and I'm going to go, well, I see a cup. I tasted the blood. If you guys forget, and, me, I'm going to go get a drink and something and some ice, and I'll let you guys discuss what you guys would do next. All right. Um, I see. Well, um, I can't I see shit, so I don't know. I see a table. I see 
this is a large room, Captain. It's a large room. Um, it almost looks like they do sacrifices here. Um, they, yeah, we, you know. It's interesting. Uh, what is, what is your name there, good sir? Lorik. Lorik. I gotta write that down. Lorik. Um, me and Lorik, we, we noticed there was a corpse. Um, it looks no, like a coffin. Or, it, yeah, there's a coffin. Um, and they, it looks like it's been moved, like it wasn't meant to be there. And there's also a four foot, approximately four foot tall doorway that's been carved out. Okay. I know so, what you guys are going to say. You guys want the dwarf to go investigate. I get it. Um, I actually want to know if we, because what you described would be, would we know what a vampire is? Oh, I'm sure that you would know what a vampire is. Okay, so we're, we're pretty much sure we know what a vampire is, 100%? Yeah. All right. Well, I have a feeling we are not supposed to be here. I have a feeling we do not want to cross this line with the black hand. So I feel, in my personal judgment, I don't know about you guys, that we turn around walk back up the stairs like nothing happened and head down where the torches are. And so meet up with Lady I'm Bell. To, I'm going to nod and agree in agreeance with you. Um, just because... Well, I, I, I won't understand because I can't see shit. Well, I'm <laughs> going to under, I'm going to nod and I'm, I'm going to say yes. Uh, I agree with you because this, you know, approximately four foot tall doorway... I don't want to know what's on the other side of that, and I'm the only one in this group right now that could approximately fit through there. So, you guys came in a, uh, a long staircase, okay, to get down. And as you guys begin to start making your way up the staircase, you can hear that there's somebody coming down. Okay. Hear footsteps coming from the top. What would you guys like to hear? Um, we can pull the whole James Bond looking for the bathroom thing, or we can hide somewhere in storage and eavesdrop. But if it's a vampire, they can probably smell us. <laughs> uh, well, I want to. I, I want to know. Kind of want to know what they're doing with this room, um, because of it being this this massive, pretty. It's a decent size, and it has a coffin inside. Um, I want to know what's going on. So are are you sure to, you want to know what's going on? I want to hide 
I'm going to hide. I'm going to be on the side of, I'm hiding. Uh, roll me some stealth checks. Uh, all of you that want to hide. Aiden, are you hiding as well? Aiden, are you there? Bueller. Bueller. I hear something. Aiden. Aiden, you good? Aiden. Let me go and get stealth checks to both of you. Crap. Uh, I suck at stealth. I got disadvantage because I'm wearing plate. Beep. Okay. I rolled a 14. Give me a second. <laughs> So I've got disadvantage, so <clears throat> I'm gonna have to roll twice and whatever's the lowest. The D is disadvantage, right? On roll yep. or D and D beyond. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Hey Patrick, speaking of character, when the hell are we getting our loot? Alright, so Question. I got a seventeen, so I'm going to <laughs> stick with seventeen. <laughs> oh, this sucks. First roll was a nat one. Second roll was a nat twenty. So what did you? What did you actually? I'm disadvantaged one. One. I'm disadvantaged one. This and is gonna be I'm great. What about you, there, Brandon? I'm disadvantaged two, so I got a seventeen. And Aiden, are you there? All right. Is he responding to you guys? Uh, not yet, but uh, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I sent him a message on Facebook. He may have fallen asleep. He wasn't feeling well earlier, earlier today, so uh, I'm glad that he ended up getting on at all. Um, so you guys, we'll, we'll say that he uh, decided to, uh, to uh, meet you guys here a little bit later. He's. I'm not going to drag him into this one. Uh, so that's scary. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna drag him into this one. All right, let me go ahead and get some uh, some perceptions as well. Perceptions. Yeah. Since sure. it's dark, I got disadvantage, right? Yeah. I figured as much. I got oh, fourteen. Ooh. Oh my gosh. A 24 and a 7. <laughs> so disadvantage would be 7. I love you, Connor. Good night. So... Did you hear me, Patrick? Yeah. Yeah, you got a 7. Uh, 7 over a 24. Uh, so you see coming down the stairs as you guys are trying to hide two goblins. Freaking goblins. And they look down and they're like, hey, who that? Who's Stir? Who you? Who you down here? What you do down here? 
why are you here? They 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 just keep on saying something until you guys respond. Who you? Who that? Who you down there? So, um, since I'm already, I since I can't really hide or whatnot, I end up just coming out and saying, Captain DeVento with the black hand, I'm looking for Lady Val. Ah, ah, Lady Val, yeah, Val, yeah, you want Val. We, we show you Val. Come fall. You black hand, we big stuff, black hand. So, the, the we... Two, Two goblins, they both have a couple of spears or javelins, the short javelins. And, you know, they're, they're dressed typically as a, <laughs> as a goblin do, but they have uh, draping over that has the sign of Chimera, uh, this, um, this flag of, of a beast made of many creatures, uh, a Chimera. Um, Red tapestry with black uh, black symbols, typically how, how their symbol is. So that, that's what you kind of ex- expect as far as their mantle would be. It'd be this little, you know, red mantle with little black uh, and bordered kind uh, uh, But uh, they they, they okay. tell you, yeah, follow, follow them. Uh, they'll show you where Lady Bella's. Can I can I do an insight check on them? I think it's tell if they're telling the truth if they know where Lady Bell is. Yeah. I like dun, 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 dun. What was that? I like scaring you guys. Well, did did um did what uh I almost said Groot. Gert pass his stealth check or no? They know he's there. Um. Yeah, they spotted both of you. They knew you were there. Gotcha. Yeah, they weren't going to come down to the darkness because uh, two people. Sixteen, yeah, yeah, sixteen, sixteen for the insight check. As I see, the telling the truth where Lady Val is. If they're actually they're going to bring us to Lady Val. They seem to be completely unafraid of you. Um, they, they, <laughs> oh. they, they're not, they're not concerned one bit. They think that they are are definitely something special. They definitely seem to belong here. And, uh, okay, so they do yeah. seem to belong here. And uh, they, they, yeah, they probably know the place. They keep on saying they're big stuff. So uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe they're a little uh, crazy too. Well, the goblins are egotistic, and they really, really like dwarfs. You know, <laughs> they think it's funny so, talking yeah. about you guys trying to hide. You can't hide, gob gob. <laughs> Gob gob, best at fight. So I just, just kind of like roll my eyes, like okay. <laughs> mm, mm. No, gob gob, not so best. So I at follow. Chop chop, best at fight. Okay, chop chop, pretty good, but gob gob, best. And they just continue going back and forth, you know, and they keep on walking up the hallway and to that first door. With the lanterns on both sides, or, or torches on both sides, yeah, mm-hmm. they they go in there and they find. You see that the, uh, there's a number of nobles sitting at a table, okay, and you do see Lady Vel there. Um, she, they open the door, 
and then they 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 look up and they get a look back from Lady Bell and they close the door. And they're like, uh, you may want to wait here. You wait here. Lady Bell, she come get you. We go. We go now. Why are you hiding? Why are you hiding? You black hand, why are you scared? You are black hand, right? I saw you on the insignia. Yes. Are you black hand? Where's your insignia? Oh, yeah. We big stuff. Okay. They don't. I just, I just like they nod. don't show you an insignia. Okay. Can I get your name? Me, Gob Gob. Him, Job Job. Gob Gob. Gob Gob and Job. We big stuff. We kill dragons. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we, we wait for Lady Bell and just kind of shoot and kind of shoot them away. You know, think Gob Gob and Job Job big stuff. You think we little stuff, don't you? I see it. I see it, Job Job. She think we little stuff. We know little stuff. We big stuff. So I kind of let out a, I, I kind of let out a big old sigh, like, oh, really. I kind of look over at Captain Devento and go, right, big stuff, huh? Yeah. In Dorvish language. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they they like you know they don't know. They don't know. They they will know. They 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 end up you know making their way. They learn. We big stuff. And they leave, and they leave you guys there alone for you know, a duration, long time. You know, you guys are there for about a thirty minutes or so, at least. Uh, and still waiting for Lady Val to come out of that. What would you guys like to do? Um, honestly, we, I kind of want to take a look at, you know, perception check probably just to see, cause it's light now and I can actually see some shit. I mean, stuff. So maybe a perception check just to kind of see, like, that sounds strange, but just like, like exits, everything around us, like just a, a lay of the area, kind of like a, I'm always thinking of like a battle sequence in my head on what to do if something happens. Okay. And like a paranoia PTSD. So as you're, you know, kind of look around, you see that there's another door, you know, that's adjacent uh, down the hallway, seems to mirror this one. Um, you're not sure what may be on the other side. And of course, there's a another doorway at the end of that hallway that leads off. Um, somewhere else. Yeah, would you like to appease your curiosity by seeing what's behind those doors? Nope. We're just going to wait for Lady Val. I've done enough curiosity for the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, so you guys continue to wait. and uh, You guys wait for about another 30 minutes. So you guys been about an hour. And finally, people start filing out of the room. 
and Lady Val, uh, and she ends up exiting. You see that she's she's uh, accompanied by a very large-looking man. Doesn't say anything at all. With very rigid features, um, and his footsteps are very heavy, unnaturally heavy. Um, well, if it isn't my favorite, Captain. Captain Bond, how many? Lady Val. Yes. On our last adventure, we seemed to acquire a very particular chest that we are having a problem opening. And I have a feeling you or you would know somebody that would have that particular skill to get it open to feed our curiosity of what's in it. So you remember... Uh lifting the chest before and dragging it around. It's got a little bit of weight to it. She looks at yeah. the large gentleman that's with her um, and motions <laughs> over to the chest and he grabs it up with one hand and just picks it up and goes over and sets it on the table. Shall we have a look then? Yeah. Let us. She uh, takes a few moments and examines it. She says, it doesn't seem to be magically sealed. It seems to be just a typical lock. Um, if you want, I can I can open this for you. It will be but a, uh, but a moment. But what, uh, what might it be worth to you, I wonder? You know, I often wondered myself these days what I might ask of you to prove your allegiance to me. You do remember me saying that that may come up, correct? Oh, of course, yes. So maybe this is a perfect opportunity to do so. Um, there is, is a that? particular gentleman. Um, that I would like you to. She says, but first, come inside. And you guys file into the room. She motions over to the uh, large silent man and he closes the door and stands in front of him. Uh, no one's coming in that door. Not without him. No. <clears throat> she uh, then puts a, slips a ring onto her finger and uh, makes a motion. She says, now we can talk without uh, worry. She says. Um, come. She says as she beckons you to come closer so she can whisper into your ear. She says there's a particular businessman just left this room, in fact. He doesn't exactly have the same interests I do. I'd like you to change his mind. He has a horse, a very special horse. This horse has a trainer. I'd like you to make that trainer disappear. 
do you think you can do that for me? No, of course. Give me the right intel. You've given me good intel, but the more the merrier. We'll do some investigation and we can make we can change his mind. She smiles. Very good. Now I uh simply need the trainer to disappear. Everything else I will take care of as far as replacing um, you see the idea is to be discreet no one can know you are associated with me in case you are ever discovered and that is where you require something special he says Okay. She pulls out a bag. And she pours out on the table what looks like a bunch of different types of jewelry. pulls out two rings they look identical and she hands one to either of you she says with these rings you can take the identity of any you wish she gives you both of them make sure you are not discovered he will be leaving the city today. The trainer. He'll be leaving with the horse. All of them together, it'll be in a carriage. And the horse and the trainer will be making their way upon, uh, way by wagon. Okay? Um, you are to intercept them. Okay? You are to dispatch the trainer, make him disappear, and uh, I will have you in contact with his replacement, a changeling. They will instruct you on when, where, and how. Is this something you feel like you can do? I would look at Captain DeVento and go why not let's uh let's let's prove our loyalty to miss lady bill here and let's exactly uh, extract this guy and make him disappear or end up killing him yep, yep. let's say he completely be... disappear without a trace yeah um, that sounds wonderful to us we will definitely do that. Make sure With his pleasure. body. Make sure his body is never found. Oh, we'll make sure of that. Oh yeah. Um, and of course, make sure you aren't discovered as assailants. And if you are discovered, most important thing is you don't know me. Mm -hmm. I don't know you. 
and of all course, that. that's part of business. Okay. <clears throat> this is to test your resolve. Make no mistake. If anything goes wrong, I can fix it. If anything goes wrong, I can fix you too. And with that, have a good day, she says. And <laughs> the large gentleman he moves aside and lets you leave. Oh, and about the uh, chest, she snaps her finger and it unlocks. You see a number of bags, uh, coin purses piled up inside of them. They start spilling out as the safe opens. Can you repeat that? What was that? What, what happened? What? The safe, it cracks and opens, and there's a bunch of coin purses inside. Okay. <laughs> and as it opens, they come spilling out. Now, the coins are still in the purses. A few of them clink out. There's, you know, some copper and silver, gold, and even black. Uh, all the purses have different amounts in them. Looks like you've made yourself quite the, uh, quite the bounty there. Good. Uh, I trust you invested well. Um, one can't always be spry. And uh, all these things. Age caps us up with us all, does it not? I look at her and I nod very much so. Enjoy youth while you have it, gentlemen. And she says, if you need any help with getting the safe and its components back to your ship, my friend here can help you. Greatly appreciated. All right, time to go on an adventure and do some, get, gather some intel and make this horse trainer disappear. Yes, very much so. So, uh, well, well, first off, we're going to be leaving, getting the safe, and uh, I kind of want to go back to the ship. Well, we can't go back to the ship. Because the ship's being repaired, you know, fixed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go to that good old, bring that chest to that good old fashioned, um, fancy schmancy place. And I feel that me and Gert and Lorik are going to make a wonderful plan because I've already got some ideas on what to do and how to. Okay, so oh, just getting this oh, straight. something I should something ahead, I forgot. Uh, I'm sorry, Dean. Dean, I apologize. I'm, You're fine. So uh, details. She says that this uh, the trainer will be due set to leave tomorrow. Okay, and your contact will be in touch with you tonight. Okay. 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 Anywhere specific, or he'll find us. Trust that he will find you. Okay, perfect. Cool. And with that, I'll let you guys continue right. your conversation. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to step outside and have a cigarette. Right. Sounds good. So, <laughs> um, I, I feel that well, we're going to make our way to the good old, um, you know, the inn. 
And I feel that we should um, find a kind of a black market alchemist, if that makes any sense. <laughs> right. And find something that can melt his body down. Right, right. And if we needed to, I do have the ability. I want to say for fireball. Let me let me double check on that one. Or you can freeze him completely solid and shatter him to a billion pieces. Yeah, I have fireball. Um, now the problem with freezing him, it's all depending on if his body melts when the ice is frozen and melts away because you don't want to leave any traces and everything like that. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. But if I use Firebolt, I know, yeah, it will make, it's supposed to be like an explosion, but I wonder if I can just use that. Or... Yeah, or we can go full-fledged all-American psycho and just chop him up into multiple different pieces and put it in different cargo areas and slowly drop them off at um slowly drop them off in different areas when we start sailing. I promise I'm not a psychopath. Or we can chop them up really good, put them in a put that in a barrel. On top of, or, um, oh my god, and sell, and sell it as, oh my goodness, yeah, sorry, and sell it as meat to the inn and feed it to people. Well, I was also thinking, like, when, when we're out on the sea and we're sailing, why not put fish, like chopped up fish and all that? Chum, why not chum, use it as chum. Yep. That's that's what I was thinking. Like we use that we we chop them up and everything like that, and um, um, we do it that way. I think the chopping up is going to take a little while. We need to first take care of the as a like. We need to just uh, we need to do a quick fast disposal. I think the chum thing is going to take too long. And, you know, chopping up a body will take a little while. Putting in the chum, especially in this era, will take forever. We don't have like a, or, you know. Or what we can do is we can try to find um, we can, as, as like, he, she wants it just to disappear. So what we can do is we can talk to the our informant, our contact, and see if they'll be when they'll be leaving. Um, when they when he will be leaving, and see if he's going to go by any wooded area, or we just take him out to the woods and let the wolves. Have him. We're gonna take him to the train station. We can. Oh, have, we I know what I'm talking way. about. Yeah, oh. I know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Okay, good, good. Oh, <laughs> okay. But, well, I'm like, oh. we, 
like we, we like I said, we can see if yeah. the wolves will take off with them. Like we we wolves use the take the they don't. It's not like they're um, like hyenas. They will leave bits and pieces. They won't eat all in one inclusive. That's the but only problem. We can we can stay back, and we can go investigate like the area of where his body was left. I just had to say that listening to you guys try to figure out how to make a body disappear <laughs> somewhere. <else. laughs> it's either concerning or, you know, <laughs> funny. <laughs> so my... I'm my honestly... What about just like... Or... Make, make or, him disappear and then just crisping him. Turning him to nothing but crisp. Or... What we can do, since Loric is really good friends with Orc Randy, disfigure his face and sell him as a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, my wife's listening in the background and she thinks we're psychopaths. What we can do is we can we can try to use Orc Randy. And have him. Uh, no, we're not talking about fishing, baby. As you, as you would say, we can try to have Orc Randy dispose of the body. So that way, we're but, we are not. We yeah, we are disposing the body. But we don't need the body. To... Okay, we, we. You gotta remember, we have the changeling that's going to be taking over. The body cannot be discovered. Right, right. So that's why I'm saying we can. You have Orc Randy send him off with the body, the original body, and you let the change changeling become that person. Um, Curtis had a suggestion. You could hire a druid to turn into a bear to eat the guy. That's that's what I was. That's what I was essentially getting at. Yeah. Seeing if Orc Randy is hungry for humans, or has ever been, or has ever ate humans, you can try. Just, just oh, that sounds very like kill him and cook him up. Like, hey, try this. <laughs> Do it. Uh, of electrified started writing people over to dinner. Pull a full fledged. Oh my gosh, I just thought of the perfect thing. Chili cook off. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we get him, chop him up. I mean, where it's like, looks just like diced meat. Sounds horrible, I know. And. Disguise yourself as like a servant. Go back to his house and put it in his freezer or wherever he keeps his meat. Serve him to his freaking servant and like his. No, no, no. As in, put it with like the high end meat so he eats his horse trainer. Wow. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's, this is uh, really good. Um, anybody, if, 
So if any FBI <laughs> agents are listening in, this is a game, not real life. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I would we need to reiterate that. We are not going to premeditated murder or making your body disappear. And by the sounds of it, they're not worried about us succeeding. <laughs> right. So, um, what, anybody else have any suggestions? Well, I know Lorik. I'm the one that's not even. You should try to get the saying all the stuff. Brandon, you should try to get a hold of Aiden. Okay, give me a second. Yeah, my wife was listening in on this and thought we were talking about fishing and all this other stuff. Yeah, how does she feel about the conversation? She thinks I'm a psychopath. Yeah. So, I was in school to meet to, to the pig farm. Pigs eat anything, including the teeth. Always be wary. Of anyone that owns a big farm. Yeah. I love Riptop. What was that? Riptop. From, um... <laughs> they can go through bone like butter. I'm betting you guys didn't expect this kind of a turn of events. No, I had had a feeling something would, you know. And now I'm getting more and more curious on, I, I, out of, you know, out of meta, going and talk to talk, I've got a feeling Lady Bell is a vampire, talking about youth and, you know. That is what I'm feeling Well, so I just got a I just got off the phone with Aiden. Um, he said he was sitting there because he couldn't hear anybody. His oh, okay. internet his internet connection was bad, so that's why he popped off. Um, I have no idea. I really <laughs> I told him he could um, try getting off and then get back on it. But he said he was just going to hop off since it was acting up that bad. He was just, I don't know. That's that's what happened. Yeah, so. He wasn't feeling good anyway, so. Right, right. Um, He was was just politely sitting there. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, I thought of another crazy thing. Oh god. We can convince the big shots to eat them. The goblins. Bro. Say it's big shot stuff, you know. We weren't supposed to tell him, but Lady of Elf. Yeah. So I just want to mention that anything that involves you bringing the body back to the city is probably not a good idea. Uh, that's a very, very valid point. Yeah. So, so we've probably we've got a day to we've got like a day to be able to investigate on not really investigate just more of get a game plan out. Honestly, the the quick way is. Club him on the head, drag him out. Um, if we want to do it quick and easy, we literally end up tying the body to where it's not even noticeable at all. Completely disfigure the face, disfigure the teeth, make zero trace of anything in any way, shape, or form, and put the body out in the wilderness to look like it was attacked and eaten by something. Or mauled. Exactly. That's the quick, easy route, as in make it where it's not noticeable, close completely off, no trace that it's who it is. If he's got any tattoos in any way, shape, or form, completely get rid of it. If he's got any fillings or teeth, extra teeth or anything like that, get rid of them completely. No eye color, no skin color, no nothing. Right. So, literally old school. One person clubs him. One person takes the horse. Um, the uh, shapeshifter shifts to him. And then we go into the woods and dispose of our own way. Find out any specific areas like a cave or something like that. Make it where it's not even noticeable at all. Or we can be complete psychopaths. Chop up the body and feed it to him. But what's the fun in that? Right. We're not Jeffrey Dahmer. Or, or anything like that, you know. Um, so, what are you thinking, Gert? I'm thinking... Completely that, like, we... We, use we change ourselves to look like merchants way. walking by. Yeah. Once we ask him, him, ask him. Yep. Ask him if he's interested in our wares. Try to get in communication with him where we get close to him. And one person has to probably get control of the horse because if we attack the trainer, the horse is probably might get hostile or wants to, to run attack off. in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah, we don't want that to happen. We need the horse. Yes. So. And the other person pretty much clubs him and then dispose of him. Well, see, my my only biggest concern is that once we club him, how far out will be from the the city or the, the city limits? 
before he wakes up. Uh, I meant clubbing like D-E-D, dead. So what I, what we can do is we pretend like we're selling alcohol and we kill him don't leave any traces of what what you know any blood or anything like that try to kill kill the the look of blood or anything like that um and then we slowly walk him out uh, someone cha- like the person changes into him so that way we can still have the horse and everything and uh, if anybody asks, he's drunk and he's asleep. He's passed out and drunk. Yeah. What about we wait till dark time and we have this camp set up? So, weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, in all essence, it's it makes sense because then he there no one's questioning, no one's concerned. Well, what if we? What if? Yeah, what if we? Yeah, exactly. What if? What if we? Like, he starts leaving, and we... what? Do we have the information on knowing when he's going to be leaving time-wise during the day? That's our informant. We have to wait on our informant. Okay. Yeah, you don't... We don't have that information. Gotcha. Because I was... (laughs) Breathe. Because if he's leaving during, like, getting ready to be nighttime... We can wait till he sets up camp and uh, do the good old swaparoo. As in, snag him and swap him out before daylight. And then we have darkness that's covering us and disposal of him. Right. So I'm agreeing with that. We got to make sure because if it's not that, we'll just we'll go with the merchant too drunk plan. Right. <clears throat> if it's if it is during like close close to nighttime, we will time it just right where we get be uh, as in like let him set up camp or get ready to go to sleep or get settled in. And. Right. Uh, just do the good old swaparoo with the people. So, where are you guys headed? Where are you guys hanging out? Talking. We're about? in the um the the, the that uh, inn, the rich person's inn. You're yeah. in your own room. Yeah. The yeah. Roommate. Sure. So you're in the room, and uh, a knock comes at the door. Oh, God. 
So I do the typical half open door with the chain on it, you know, where it's just a whole little, who goes there? You know what I mean? I mean hello? But I, I don't think uh, I have a people. I mean, like a little hole to look through. A young woman, human, stands there. Uh, red hair, freckled. Uh, she has very ordinary clothes, uh, dress, kind of tattered. She says, Sir, I've been asked to uh, come up to the room, speak with you gentlemen. All right. She pulls right. back part of her blouse. You see a brooch. Very exactly like what you guys wear. Okay. Well, I, I let her in. She uh, walks in the room. And then she shakes out her hair and uh, does a little curtsy. And you see that her her, uh, her dress turns to slacks. Her blouse into a shirt. Her hair turns brown and becomes short. While her face becomes leathered and worn like a sailor. And... He look, she now looks like a human man, a sailor. Very much like the crew that you employ. Says, well, this might fit in a little bit better, don't you think? <laughs> Whatever suits you. I assume you're our, our informant? Indeed. I am your, uh, I'm your shifter, your changeling, your doppelganger. Uh, I'm set to, uh, Take the identity of some particular, um, what was it, a uh, horse trainer, is it? Low yeah, correct. I don't know the first thing about training no horses, but I do know about administering poison. Uh, if you do need the help, of course. Uh, but I've been told that you uh, two are quite capable, and that uh, all I need to do is point you in the direction, and you'll take care of business. Now, the uh, target, gentlemen, is supposed to be leaving tomorrow morning. I think that we can tap uh, it upon him using the cistern. Yeah, they will lead outside of the city. Of course, we'll be very discreet in that way. I do know the cisterns quite well. And uh, we can have a, a drainage area not far from the road in which they, they will happen upon. We can, of course, lay an ambush there. The driver has been paid. So he will be stopping, uh, and of course, uh, uh, Coachman will be, um, well, uh, happy to oblige us, won't give us any fight, and is uh, going to forget that he, he ever saw any of our faces. Of course, I've been told that you have faces of your own, do you not? Yes, sir. Correct. At that same time, I, I shadily... I, I, kind of stealthily put the ring on and change into him. Oh, yes. That'll work. Quite well. Quite well. And I assume that you have something as well? I assume you not turn into a dwarf. No offense, but uh, we are trying to lead the guys of something different. You know? Uh, right. I will put mine on and I will turn into a beautiful blonde 
woman who is quite the uh, the charismatic flirt and I seem I assume this is appropriate are you going to try to flirt him to death no just distract him right some kind of bandit Hello. all right the pretty bandit I see I see I won't question it you are professionals of both uh, so uh, I hope your dress doesn't get uh, soiled in the sewers. Ha 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 ha. So he says, well, uh, we have a bit of time, have a round of drinks, and then maybe we'll be on our way. What do you say, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Uh, you can have the drink. I'm not going to drink before we go out on doing something like this. I appreciate the offer, though. The wise man. Wise man. Uh, of course, I feel the dwarf might be obliged to join me. What do you say? What do you say? I'm going to roll a uh, perception check, if you will, or insight, <laughs> um, to see if he, since he is very good at administering poison. Um, make sure he's not Hello. going to try to poison me. What's your total? Twelve. <laughs> he's hard to read. He, he seems real friendly, but he's really hard to get a beat on. Um... <laughs> I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to agree with Devento, uh, Captain Vaughn over here. I'm I'm okay with the drinks. Oh, well, sit yourself then. Uh, you don't mind if I, uh, I partake? No, go ahead. He pulls out a flask and begins to drink. He says, uh, well, since you guys aren't going to, uh, indulge, I guess I'll, I'll just, uh, B-Y-O-B. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so I end up taking my ring off, changing it back to my normal self, and um, say, uh, "So he's leaving in the morning, correct?" Uh, yes, uh, we'll uh, we'll leave directly whenever you gentlemen are ready, and make our way for the sister, and we can set up camp uh, just outside the city. Be ready for him. That works perfect. Just be- just before the rooster crows, right? Indeed, early. Early bird, you know what they say. Yeah, early bird gets the worm. All right, so I'll let you guys what all you guys need before you guys head out. I'll let you guys figure that one out before we go. Well, first off, let's let's count the well, after the uh, changing leaves. Uh, I feel we need to count the chest. Yes. Yes. Good lord! I'm yes. greedy, but I'm, I'm greedy. I freaking I I, I I'm, I'm gonna find out how much we have. Yeah. And we gotta remember we are going to split it fair and square with um, Florville or whatever his name is. Let me uh, find this uh guy here. Uh, huh? 
What? I have to find the guy's character sheet because I have it all tied to it. Yeah. Uh, with Aiden's with Aiden's character. Just because he's okay. quote unquote he is here, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. In copper. Okay. Huh? You have two hundred and fifty nine copper pieces. Right. Let me get a piece of paper. Two hundred and fifty nine copper. Gotcha. Two hundred and forty five silver pieces. Silver. Gotcha. Uh, 449 Electrum. Ooh. All right. And, uh, 455 Gold. Gold. Okay. And 495 Platinum Pieces. He's my Natalie. All right. All together. All together, it's a little over uh, 5.5 thousand. 5.5 thousand. Gold. So, equivalent. All together, equivalents. Okay. So, we'll just do the 5.5 thousand divided by three. So, 5,656 gold pieces. That's the equivalent. You said 500. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. Okay, no problem. 5,656 gold all together, the equivalent. All right, so divided by three is going to be 1,885.33. Yeah. So, gentlemen, still, we are going... That's still a pretty chunk just for a chest. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, that's still a pretty penny. Yeah. But that's why it looked like so much is because there was copper and silver. And oh, electro. yeah. It was all, yep. That's still a nice little together. chunk right there. Yeah. So, how much do we have on us right now? I've got 31 Four or five uh, grand. Four or five grand? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready to add mine up right now. Give me a second. And that's after getting the crew people their set up and everything like that, correct? Uh, I don't know. You guys have to keep up with that stuff. Yeah, I've been keeping, yeah, I've been keeping track of my gold on uh, D&D Beyond. So I'm at 5,040 right now, and one platinum. See, I don't know how to view that on D&D Beyond. It's on, it's on inventory. You'll see the GP to the right. If you go to your character's actions inventory, you'll see a little gold, like a little gold hourglass-looking thingy. Right and you can add, subtract, clear. Eh, you don't have zero. So, so we ended up... Uh, go ahead. Here's what I'll do, is I'll help you out. Mm-hmm. And we'll just duplicate whatever, da- whatever Dean has. Let's see if that's mm. 
Okay. Uh, so, let me just go to your character. I've already done the math for the uh, other one as well, as in what we just got. So you'll see every bit in detail, nook and cranny. Okay. Yeah. Wrong one. There we go. Yurt. All right, Dean, what's your gold count? Gold count is 50-50. Yep, because I've got 5,040 gold in one platinum. Okay. There you go. I'm keeping that platinum for a special occasion. Do we keep track of armor and uh, gear that we get as well, too, Patrick? I would. Uh, I have I have the loot available for you guys, but yeah, because I don't know how to add that stuff on on inventory. I've never really done that before. But uh, you guys need to get some of it identified first. Um, Otherwise, yeah, you guys got a lot of rings and necklaces, different stuff. Yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. It gives you things to do. While you're here, but for now you're following this uh, person. Yeah, just get a name. Yeah, I don't really like following and going to the sewers and waiting. Well, uh, we're gonna pretty much set up the day for until morning. Well, before morning. Well, as soon as you guys are ready, she's, they say that uh, uh, it's time to head out whenever you guys are ready. Okay. So you guys make your preparations, get whatever you need, and then you leave. So I'm going to add a little side note. When I changed into the flirtatious blonde bimbo, if you will, um, that was just one character that I just that was I don't know just popped up in my head. Um, that's not who I'm going to change into down in the sewers. That's fine. I just yeah I'm 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 just my normal self until we actually get into heading towards him and I'm gonna make myself look like a a very nice merchant. Yeah, I like it. All Which right, um, I feel on the way we need to get like a wagon of some sort and make it look like right. we're merchants. It's going to be hard to get a wagon through the cistern. That's true. Okay, we're just going to be like walking merchants that carry our stuff with us. Or, you want to buy a pocket watch? Or, or we could take the 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 jewelry that we have and we can be jewel merchant jewelers that are walking around like you want a gold watch kind of thing and like the cheek do in uh Skyrim 
Yeah, yeah. Or like from the uh, animated uh, Hercules, want a sundial kind of thing. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. <laughs> so I mean, gonna buy a ring. Finger still attached. Right. So what we can do is we can do that. That's yeah. a good idea. It's a really good idea. I like it. I like it a lot. That way, we're technically not spending anything, if you will. And if we do, we're, you know, it'd be something that we know that's not really that valuable. But we're just selling it. Yeah. If we have anybody come up to us and ask us what we're selling, we have something to show that we're selling. That way it looks We're selling neat. oats. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so Maybe we look like legit as we're walking by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> selling Quaker oats. You know, my in-laws, my, my brother-in-laws actually thought that it was a, um, <laughs> like, Quaker Oats. And they're like, you're in quality <laughs> control for Quaker Oats? What, do you guys inspect the uh, oatmeal or oats? <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, back to the game. So, yeah, right. so that's our game plan. Let's follow suit. Okay. So... We're going to make our way. Viewers with my best friend, Dwarf. Uh, your, your friend tells you uh, we're going to wake our way into the system. Okay? I'll show you how. He, he says as you guys leave the inn and make your way down into the alley behind you. Okay? Okay. Uh, there, you find a uh, uh, what looks like a, a a storm cellar or a basement that goes in behind uh, one of the buildings. It's not the end; it's adjacent to the end. And he uh, opens up the door and he says, "Come on in." Okay, and so you guys. Let yourselves into the uh, the the basement there. Yep. So okay. I'm gonna let him go. I'm gonna kind of guide him for him to go first because we're following him. Okay. So the basement seems to be on the back of like a house, going underneath it. Okay, one of the houses there, in the city, and uh, you go down in it and uh, you wait for him at the bottom. It's a bit dark. Brandon, you can see that there's um, a hole in the wall there um, that leads off into another corridor. He, uh, he says, follow me, and he goes through that hole. And you guys follow him, okay? And you guys are inside of the cistern that is underneath the actual Um he says, this is one of many ways to get in. There are some uh, actual service entrances here and there, but I prefer the ones that uh, aren't guarded. 
And uh, he says, well, this way, ladies, to the uh, the exit. And he uh, begins making his way down. Of course, it's very wet down here, very cold, very damp. Um, you can hear the sounds of dripping water echoing uh, down into the depths. It is very dark here. Brandon, you can see. Of course, Dean, not so much. Yeah. So, Dean, you follow closely by uh, with Brandon, hoping not to get lost. Uh, <laughs> of course, your guide doesn't seem to care about your not being able to see. And he marches on. Um, no, how are you I, guys... I keep up. Go ahead. No, no. How? How? What? What would you guys like to do? Uh, I'm gonna kind of keep a shoulder. I mean, keep a hand on the shoulder of Gert because I can't see nothing, and uh, hopefully he guides me in the right direction. Um, <laughs> and um, so can I? I, I kind of make it seem like that I can see, just so he's not so. Oh, I can get out of this, you know, be sneaky. Okay. So, can I roll for investigation to kind of, like, take a take a brief look around of this uh, cistern that we've just entered? Um, see if there's anybody that we might come <clears throat> across. Uh, um, and, or if there's any, like, rats or anything like that. Um just any kind of dangers. <clears throat> I'm gonna... Why don't you go ahead and roll me a okay, I got 24. Okay. So the 24 perception, uh, you can see that there is a uh, uh, oh, dark... You said perception? Sorry? You said perception? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I rolled an investigation. My bad. Well, an investigation would be more like you're stopping and you're taking the time to look around this area with a fine tooth and comb. It sounds more like you're looking around to see if there's anything, you know, that jumps out at you. Gotcha. Yeah, that was a three. I'll let you keep the roll for the what you what you rolled for your investigation. Okay, but mm -hmm. use the modifier for your perception instead of the modifier for your investigation. Do that for me. Tell me the total. Uh, so how do you do that? So, so what was what did you actually roll? I actually rolled a nat twenty for investigation. Okay, so what would twenty plus your uh, perception modifier? Twenty, 20 total. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. So you roll yeah. twenty two. I'm not going to take away that roll from Good roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 22. Respect. Yeah. With yeah. a 22, you uh, notice down the hallway, it descends into darkness, of course. Uh, but what you can see within your range of 90 feet, um, you do see a few rats. Okay. Uh, but the sewers here, the sister, seems rather other than that you can see what appears to be what looks like acid burn on some of the uh, 
some of the concrete here that makes up the his cistern. Okay. Um, mm. It's pretty obvious uh, that there's something down here that might be corrosive. Um, it's leaving evidence. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys make your way uh, down the hallway. Okay. Leading um, off before the- we go any further, I've got a quick question. Yeah. Is the ring an illusion that makes an illusion, or is it kind of like a shape-shifting thing? It is the same as alter self. Okay, so if I like change, put the ring on, change myself into like a high elf, I can see in the darkness. Uh, technically, no. Okay. Uh, technically, no, no I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, it changes your appearance. Okay, Ooh, hey, worth it. You, yeah, I got you. That's so. like illusion, or you know, like alter myself. I can. I was just trying to. Yeah. I. Th- Think. Give me one second. Let me double check that. Though. No, you're good. It was just I just got thinking about that. I'm like, wait a minute. Is it because I'm thinking changeling with changing your body, changing everything? If it changes, if it change, if it changes yourself in general wise, well, I can get dark vision. Well, yeah, it says you transform not, your appearance or assume a different form. Uh, when you cast a spell, choose one of the following options, the effects of which last the duration. So, aquatic adaptation. You can change your appearance, or you can gain natural weapons. Okay. To change your appearance, you transform your, your appearance to... Uh, you decide what you look like, including your height, weight, facial features, sound of your voice, hair length, colorization, and distinguishing characteristics if any you can make yourself appear as a member of another race though none of your statistics change you also can't appear as you can't appear as a creature of a different size than you Uh, and your basic shape stays the same if you're bipedal blah 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 um, natural weapons, you can grow claws, bangs, spines, horns, or a different natural weapon of your choice. Your unarmed strikes deal a plus D6 bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage as appropriate to the natural weapon of your choose. Okay? Or there's aquatic. You can adapt your body to an aquatic environment. Okay? But no, it doesn't talk about you can gain, like, uh, um... Yep, makes sense. The Worth it. Well, hey, worth the shot, though. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad we clarified it. Um, yeah. And through that, you can gain that. The weapons. Yeah. You swim. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's pretty cool to know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you guys continue your way through the tunnel, making your way down. Um, the Your guide notices you peering at the acid marks. Says, don't worry. Uh, I I made sure that the tunnels were being cleaned tonight. Uh, they have a uh, 
a nice little uh, way that they do it. They have uh, these gelatinous cubes that make their way through the tunnels, making sure that they keep kept clean, uh, takes care of all the, you know, troublesome whatnot. It also keeps uh, people from stooping around in the tunnels. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> Um, well, I think so, I figured out how we can dispose of the body. So, um, yeah, oh. I was just about to say, I'm going to look over at uh, Captain DeVento and in Dorvish tell him, well, this is a nice place to chase, to dispose of the body. No, I say it back. I have to agree 100%. He just made it easy for us. So when do the uh, gelatinous, when do they clean the tunnels? Are they going to do it tonight? Hold on one second. Let me go back to my cave. He says this one is due to be uh, cleaned uh, at the beginning of uh, of uh, next week, which is three days from now. Okay. But if your plan, boys, is to uh, find a cube to feed this to, I could probably help you with that. Um, of course, there's something you might need to know. Uh, the belongings, you know. Um, clothing and whatnot. It's um, not so good for its digestion. It really won't uh, make those things disappear. And it will take some time for it to decompose, so uh, uh, keep that in mind. It's not fast acting, you know. It is surefire. How would I be able to do like a would I know on? I like what would, would I have to roll to be able to know on how long the gelatinous cubes it'll take for a gelatinous cube to at least make a body unnoticeable. Roll me. Would I know that knowledge, or what, do you want me to roll? Roll an arcana. That's what I'm getting ready to ask an arcana. All right, arcana. Can I help him roll that? You guys can brainstorm together. Sure. A fourteen. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you advantage on the. On the attempt there, Dean. Because okay. I rolled an 18. Provided that you have... Well, it doesn't matter what you roll. When you're assisting someone else, what you're doing is you're giving it a help action. What the help action does is oh. it allows that the person that is performing the action, he is able to do it with advantage. Alright, first one was a 12, second one was a 14. And technically, this isn't one that would typically be one that's done with an advantage, but we're going to do that here because I said so. And, uh, uh, <laughs> Dean, uh, what was the total again? Uh, I rolled a 12 and then a 14 for my advantage. So 14. Okay. 14 total. I'm gleaming the answer. 
me just a moment. You're fine. Well, you know that it is the gelatinous cube is known as the slow death. Um, it restrains you and holds you there, and it, it, it destroys you over time. Uh, of course, things will will stay behind, like you know, clothes, armor, anything like metallic, like uh, coins and whatnot. Even bone will stay behind in most cases. <clears throat> so I know just that, not on like how long it'll take before somebody's unnoticeable. It could take a day or so before it goes down the bone. Okay, well, I asked him, is this one of them that's going to be in this, uh, is the one that you know of, that we might be able to dispose of the body? Is this the one that is a part of the city, as in to clean the sewers? Say again? Is this, is this the one, I asked the shapeshifter. Or the doppelganger. Uh, is this, is your friend, is he, or is it one that is a part of cleaning the sewers, or is this just a random one you know of? You mean my contact with uh, the, you know, gelatinous cubes? Is that what the big old acid each cubes, yeah, exactly. Um, well, I, I know someone that has to deal with that, yes. Um, what exactly is your question? Um, I'm, the question is, if we dispose the body in this gelatinous cube, what is the chances of it getting discovered? <clears throat> well, the bone's pretty good. Uh, anything you leave on the body, pretty good. But uh, as far as being able to figure out uh, who it was... Not very likely. All right then. Is uh, is that I... is uh, there something uh that 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 you'd like to talk to me about or ask me specifically, and maybe something about your job that uh, is specific, maybe something I can help you with. Why so curious? Ah, uh, well. Um, uh, the body cannot be discovered. Because if the body's discovered, that means you're discovered. And if you're discovered, that means you can be in a lot of trouble. 
well, mates, uh, you could go the route of the Tuolumne's Keep to get rid of it, but the chances of it being discovered, you know, as far as a body or not, I mean, people do get gobbled up all the time, but uh, it's a low chance. But if you've been told specifically not to let the body be discovered. It will be discovered at some point. Um, whether or not they're able to tie it back. Correct. And that's a low chance, but uh, a chance nonetheless. Is that something you're willing to take, that gamble? Is yeah. there any way that you you may know you may know um, how to get disposed of the body? Oh yeah. Um, More or less most me. of the ways that I would do it would be right here in the city. I can make a body like what? real quick. But, um... You know it's Shahagans. Repeat that, I'm sorry. Are you familiar with the Shahagans? Can you uh, elaborate more? Yeah. Let's just say the waters around Gamaria are good for fishing, but not for swimming. Shahagan uh, all these creatures that are very um, merman-like, but um, bestial. They'll destroy just about anything. Rip it apart, eat it. You'll never see it again. Sounds good. That's a really good idea. Do they live under... Do they live in the sewer? The trouble is... Getting them, the Shaw Hoggins, to uh, eat your, you know, catch. And not catch you at the same time. (laughs) Valid point. Okay. So another ring question, Patrick. Yeah. Does the user have to be alive to use it? The ring? Yes. Yes. That, that knows out what I was going to do. Or, or, what we can do is we can disguise ourselves yet again, like I was saying, as the merchant. Sell the trainer a ring. But he doesn't know about it. He transforms... Half the the halfling comes in and is now, <clears throat> or the changeling, he is now the trainer. And the guy hears the commotion 
send the trainer away and tells the changeling to keep people kind of a bait and switch tactic yeah I just thought of that alright so what's your plan So it's up to you. Merchant. It's up to you. Okay, go for it. So we can. So what our plan is is we're going to sell a sell one of the changing rings to the trainer. Trainer's okay. going to transform, and then the changeling comes in as the trainer. And the guy's gonna sh shoo away the the uh, tr the actual trainer until the changeling, who is the trainer, to keep people away from his horse. The only kicker with that is either me or you are exposed to the thing, and people would see who we are. Which can cause a commotion on the situation. Unless we pull the whole Assassin's Creed thing and all, you know, kill all witnesses. <coughs> but I don't think that's the case. I just don't like being either me or you exposed to people knowing who we are. So you guys travel for a good hour or so through this system. Uh, through the darkness you creep. Um, your guide slows down from time to time to make sure you guys catch back up. He inadvertently listens to some of your guys' uh, conversation and he just kind of shakes his head. He's like, you guys are, are something else, really. And this continues. Um, and eventually you guys make your way to a great... Uh, out of and there's a little bit of light that comes out through. You can now see Dean the light as you guys uh, approach the exit. Um, he works part of the grate and sees that it releases, and he slides it away uh, to allow you guys to exit. It kind of turns and slides. And you guys make your way out the uh, the sewer grate. Um, after you guys exit, he slides it back into place. He says, "We're about uh, about thirty minutes outside of the city right now, or at least outside of the park gate. The gate that will be uh, be exited. Um, the river, he says, is about another thirty minutes." Uh, down that way. So, um, of course, they'll be happy to go across the river in order to get to their destination. So, if you really uh, wanted to uh, have these Shahagans happen upon them, you could, uh, you know, whatever, ambush them near the bridge. Uh, 
<clears throat> you were speaking to the fishes? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want to trip him up and, you know, get the attention of the fish and feed him to the fishes. Okay. Probably, honestly, knock knock him out first and then feed him to the fishes. After we get the doppelganger all settled up, take everything from him so there's no way of, like, insignia or anything like that. Yeah. Make sure the doppelganger's got what he needs, like paperwork and stuff like that. And then feed him to the fishes. He says the best thing for me to do is get all of his clothing, whatever belongings, and all that stuff. Yep. So I'll take care of all exactly. That. You all just have to do with the body. So the Shahogan should be able to yeah. help with that. Of course, um, be making sure that they uh, get eat every bit. You said eat every bit. Yeah, you better make sure that they eat every bit. Okay. I'm good. I'll leave that troublesome stuff to you. There's a place nearby where we can make camp, he says. If you'll follow me. Yeah. Okay. We follow. So... You travel along the road. You're uh, just outside of the wall, the city wall. Love you. Um, and you follow it down, and you can see that there is a couple towers, and on the tops there are guards. He takes you across the road and travel just along the uh, the tree line there. Okay, making your way, trying to keep out of uh, sight of the guards. He says, we don't want uh, want anyone knowing that we're snooping around out here, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, be quiet. Why don't everyone go ahead and roll some stuff? Yeah. You said roll for stuff? I got disadvantage. Oh. So You're in that armor, huh? Well, since we're kind of doing a stealthy type thing, I should have, I should have taken my armor off, to be honest with you. Since we were going through sewers and stuff like that, kind of doing a stealthy type thing. I'll let you go ahead and do that. Make that preparation beforehand. You, uh, yeah, just, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just going to do... Well, I got, I got light leather as well. Okay. So you have your armor loaded up in your backpack and you're carrying it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, because I have, I have a disadvantage as well. Okay. All of that. <clears throat> I didn't think about that at the very beginning. But for future-wise, I will. So, uh, what will your stealth be without disadvantage? 
13. 12. Thirteen and twelve. Okay. Um, you guys continue to make your way along uh, with no event as you very stealthily uh, make your way through the trees, uh, being careful to watch the guard uh, to be mindful of his gaze. Um, and you continue to follow the road until you were out of uh, sight of any of the wall and any of the guard towers. And he says, uh, uh, as you travel about another 10 minutes or so, um, he says, this is a good place. You, you can see actually the, um, the river from here, or at least the bridge. He says, this is probably a good place for us to sleep for the night. We can set up a camp. Um, of course, no fire, gentlemen. So, that is unless you have some way of, uh, you know, hiding that sort of thing. No. No. It's going to be a cold night, gentlemen. Get yourselves uh, cozy. And uh, with that, I think we're going to end the session this evening. Okay. And next, next week, we'll pick up where we left off. Um, it's been fun. Maybe we'll get Aiden back in the mix with it and uh, have him join you uh, if he wishes. Uh, and Or maybe we'll see what he ended up getting into in the city while you guys are out about doing your stuff. We'll see. That'll be up to him and up to you guys. Uh, and But it has been fun playing with you guys this evening. And thank you, Brandon, for joining us in our table talk uh, earlier this evening as well. Um, yes, sir. Of course, I want to remind everyone that we're all in this together. So be kind to each other. And uh, until next time, thank you for joining us. Ooh, thank you, guys.